Hello, film strippers. Welcome to another edition of the Film Strippers Podcast. My name is Chris, and as always, I'm joined here with my lovely co-host, Austin Burke. Austin, how are you doing today? Fantastic. I'm happy. I'm hyped up, and I'm ready to talk uh, the Snyder Cut today, Chris. Yeah, this is real. It's happening. It's official. <laughs> oh, admittedly, we might have been the skeptical ones, but we're definitely going to get <laughs> all into that. Basically, this this podcast that we usually do, we usually cover most movie news or anything just relevant going on. And this is pretty huge news. So it might just take up yeah. the entire session of the podcast, guys. If you are watching this now or as a playback, just let us know your thoughts in the chat down below on what you think that this actually happened. Are you happy? Are you against it? There are some arguments the other way around. So we'll see how it goes. But let's just start off with this. So I'm going to go ahead and share the screen here. It's official, Austin. It happened. What was going on this morning is Zack Snyder himself took it to have a watch party for Man of Steel. He did one a couple weeks back uh, for, was it Justice League, Austin, or which, which uh, one? Man of, Man of Steel, I believe. Well, that was this morning. What was the uh, okay. last time? I don't know what the last one was. I don't even know. But anyways, he was, doing, <laughs> he was doing Man of Steel this morning, and uh, everybody was just clamoring because there was rumors and rumblings that the Snyder Cut would finally be announced and something would be going down with it. Henry Cavill shows up. I'm over here wondering I would want a Man of Steel 2 announcement. That's honestly what I would want more. But no, they ended it off and they confirmed that the uh, Snyder Cut will be releasing with HBO Max. Heck, I think we even got some uh, photos here of it. So it'll be releasing in 2021 with Warner Brothers streaming service, HBO Max. And we're going to finally see Zack Snyder's vision. So let's just go off with your reaction that this is actually a real thing, Austin. How do you feel about that? It's like a, I hate to say it's like a dream because that makes me sound, but honestly, man, this is something that I never thought would come to fruition. And a lot of it has to do with Warner Brothers putting forth the money to actually finish this cut of the film. We're talking yeah. special effects. We're talking elements that, uh, you know, not a lot of studios would say, okay, we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because they have to know people will watch. Yep. They have to know that there's an audience there. But I think the fans, whether it's on Twitter or on YouTube, this and that, have proven that there will be an audience for this. And this is, in my opinion, I said this in my video, the ultimate draw for HBO Max. And I think Warner Brothers knew that. Yeah, and that, that's something I'm going to argue here because I'll just be upfront. You know, I'm, I'm very interested to see the Snyder Cut because if you have yeah. even heard just a couple of things that are supposed to be in it and what Zack Snyder originally intended before he just left the project for personal reasons that we don't need to get into on his life. But I was like, yeah, I mean, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, Dark Side coming in. Sign me up. That's a movie I want to see. But to a point that someone is bringing up in the chat that I agree with, it's uh, Spidey here says, I'm kind of against the Snyder Cut, mainly because of the toxic, toxic fans yep. who harass the studio. Now, I want to make it very clear. There's set, uh, Snyder fans out there who are pleasant, who are just wanting to see this movie, who just embrace the fan base, love superheroes, love Ben Affleck, and can communicate. But there's no denying a lot of this got done just because of how loud some of these people yeah. were harassing other people and just telling them, release it, release it. Part of me is happy that this is finally happening so we could be done with that chapter of online yes. of people not constantly bringing this up because it put a sour taste in my mouth where I didn't even want to make a video on my main channel about this just because of the of the types of fans it brings in, the toxicity of it. It's like, this is awesome news, but... I just don't really want to deal with all the haters involved with it. But 
what do you think on on that, Austin? On the people who who sort of make the Snyder Cut a toxic relation? Yeah, it's one of the reasons I I refrain from taking part in any of it on Twitter and whatnot. It's like you have those fans that are you know genuinely I want to see this, and then you have those who just uh, attack, attack, attack nonstop. And it was kind of the same case with a Sonic. It's like, oh, this design looks horrible. We need to do this again and again. Um, but I feel like even less so there, whereas release the Snyder Cut, I mean, it was constant harassment. Not oh, yeah. only Warner Brothers, but the individuals involved. Um, so I looked at that. And I'm just like, why would they give in to that? But by doing that, I think Warner Brothers saw, okay, you look at the ones that are a bit over the top. Okay, we're, we're not going to focus on those guys as much. But there are people genuinely interested. And even the toxicity showed Warner Brothers people oh, yeah. are going to tune in. And this news, man, I mean, just it's only been, what, 20 minutes. Uh, I, I was able to do my video, put that out there. But that's all I'm seeing. Just looking on Twitter, people I have never even seen talk about a DC movie oh, yeah. before <laughs> are talking about this. So in terms of it being a draw to HBO max. And I didn't, I, I was skeptical at first I was, yeah. but I think it's going to be maybe one of the biggest, if not the biggest draw to that streaming service uh, in terms of people who want to see stu superhero stuff, because you know, you've got your doom patrols, you've got your green lanterns. This mm -hmm. is like the ultimate now. So I think it's going to bring a lot of people over. Oh yeah, I agree. And I mean, just bringing up on this point, the thank you guys for leaving stuff in the chats. It really helps the conversation yes. move along. Like Crazy Gamer is saying right here, I like the idea of finally releasing this cut, but only on HBO. Why not on mm. VOD or DVD and Blu-ray? That's something yeah. that's definitely going to be a conversation here, Austin, because look, I hate to be this naysayer. I hate to be this negative Nancy. I'm just trying to look at the realistic business side of this on why this finally happened, because some of the details Absolutely. here will make me surprised that they actually move forward with this one the only reason they are doing this is so that they can go ahead and have this big jump this big push for their hbo's uh max yeah, series which is their their <laughs> new streaming service because they got to compete we got disney plus we have netflix we have hulu all these streaming services are now becoming giants and warner brothers is really want to pushing really wanting to push theirs forward if the Snyder Cut is anything to prove to you is that a fan base can be powerful, is it can be loyal. And if you become the streaming service that released the Snyder Cut, they're never canceling their subscriptions. They're like, you yeah. did the impossible for us. We're staying with you forever. Because getting into some of the details here, let me pull it up, Austin. One of the things that the Hollywood Reporter uh, got into, who knew this was coming before Zack Snyder announced it, but was waiting for him to say it. One of the things they mentioned on here, so this movie was not finished. It's not complete. This is uh, he shot a lot of it. From what I'm hearing, 80% of it is complete before they just moved along uh, to Josh Whedon redoing a lot of the movie. Visual effects were not done. A lot of the post-production, which still cost millions of dollars to do, was not finished and was one of the main reasons we were just never going to see this thing. In the yeah. Hollywood Reporter article, they make it a point that it's close to 20 to 30 million is what it's going to cost to finish this movie. Okay, just to put that into perspective for you, a movie like uh, The Invisible Man that we got to see earlier this year, that movie was only made in total with everything, paying the <laughs> actors, making the movie, with the visual effects. That movie was $10 million. To finish the Snyder Cut, they need to make three Invisible Man movies to finish this and then put it out on HBO that is blowing my mind that they are going ahead and pushing forward with this. What, what do you think about that, Austin? Well, you have to think they they 
did all of this research beforehand. And, and there's a bit of a give and take, obviously, to do what they're doing. And this is as far as we know, right? This could yeah. be not fooling the audience, but, you know, they could release a cut with just effects that aren't finished, yeah. right? They could if they wanted to. They this really could just be a big ploy at the beginning. I don't think they'll do that. But uh, it's one of those things I look at it and I say, you put this money into it. How much of a draw will this be? And I think they've sat down and they've done a bit of a uh, done a bit of a bit of math, and they've said, "Listen, if we can get this many people onto this platform, three five years from now, we will recoup this money and more if oh, yeah. this is the draw that gets them on the platform." Now, I think that's looking at it extremely optimistically because I don't yes. think this one movie is going to be the draw for that many people that would have to recoup that money. Yeah, but. This, if they can give us a good platform at HBO Max, people will want to stick around, right? Mm -hmm. Once they see everything else on there, maybe they come on for the Snyder Cut. Maybe they stay for the Green Lantern series. Maybe they stay, well, I want to watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know what I mean? Like there, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's so much that's going into the streaming service. So I am shocked still, even now, it, it's in my mind, I don't know why in the world they're putting this kind of money in it. But since they are... They have to be thinking, we're going to recoup this money eventually because we are going to possibly catch up to Disney Plus within our first year. Uh, that's optimism, but I think that's their mindset. Yeah, that definitely is because you made a good point. It's like they mentioned in this article as well, the, the one I was talking about, the Hollywood Reporter, other details about, upon it. Some people are thinking that they're going to get the whole cast back together, that they're going to finish that 20% that they didn't get to do. Ben Affleck will suit up again as Batman. Henry Cavill mm -hmm. will do a couple of sit-ups and push-ups and be ready for Superman. That's not going to be the case at all. They just yeah. say that the cast will be back for voice work. So if they need an ADR or anything, if they need to finish any voice acting or things that just didn't get crisp clear in the shooting of the movie, they're going to complete yep. that. How are they going to finish that other 20% we know is still a big chunk of this movie? They're going to have to animate it, uh, CGI it, and I don't think this will be movie theater quality like a lot of people are hoping for. This is just sort of an experimental thing HBO Max is wanting to do just to bring people to their platform. Um, or are you thinking the actors could actually show up to finish that other 20% Austin? I don't think they will. Uh, one, that's just more money. They're going to have to spend to get them to show up. And two, I just, yeah. it will be a Snyder cut. I still, and I hate to put this out there on the internet. I, I still don't think it will be the original Snyder cut because where is that? Like you said, that 20% that's just not finished. They have to edit around that. And I think they're going to have to cut down the movie a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't know exactly what they're going to cut out, but things will have to be maneuvered because they've only shot so much footage. So they can only yeah. use so much and just utilize voiceovers and whatnot. So, uh, and, and also a physical cameo is a lot more expensive than a voiceover, right? Oh, so yeah. that's Very even true. more money they have to put into it. So, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot, there's a lot that goes into that, man. But I just, I don't see this film being his original vision, but I think it gets close. I really do. Okay. And just to keep up to you, because I see more people coming in. Thank you guys for joining. We have Nicholas Young saying, just got here. I think I missed a lot. <laughs> what is happening? Well, there's a big thing going on. The Snyder Perfect. Cut is real. But bringing <laughs> on to that point, maybe Nicholas Young will not be the only one. We live in a world, Austin, where we're so glued to the movie news, to where it's a yeah, part man. of our lives, where I know the first thing I do when I wake up is check Twitter just to see what movie news is happening, read a bunch of articles, stay in the know. 
but will the general audiences care about this Snyder Cut? It, are we just blinded by the by the loudness of these fans who are excited, both the toxic and the nice, who are just like, Snyder Cut, Snyder Cut. When this thing comes out, do you think there's a possibility this could be a disappointment for Warner Brothers? And they look at themselves like, did we really just spend $20 million finishing this thing that only gained us a couple million new subs when we were hoping for a big boost? What do you think, Austin? I think there's absolutely a possibility. It could be a disappointment, both financially and, I mean, we all think it's going to be fantastic. I have mm -hmm. a lot of hope, but maybe the movie comes out. Maybe we see it and we're just like, that wasn't what we envisioned, right? Yeah. So there are a lot of things that have to be firing on all cylinders here just to impress uh, the people showing up for it. And then, like you said, the general audience, that's a tough thing to, because the vocal minority, we hear that all the time for whether it's a Star Wars, whether it's a Game of Thrones. Well, we have that for the current DCEU, but is it just the vocal minority that cares that much about it? Or will this appeal to fans? And heck, will it appeal to people that hated Justice League? And I know a lot of people oh, crying out for yeah. the, the Snyder Cut hated the movie, but to the general audience that maybe went with their boyfriend, their girlfriend, watched this movie, didn't care about it, and they said, wow, that was truly terrible – are they going to want to see another version of this? That's what we we have to wait to find out. Um, but we'll see how the anticipation goes and how the buildup gets. Because 2021, right? This isn't yeah. anytime soon. We still have a while. So we'll see how it goes over the next couple of months. But I'm curious, yeah. man. That, that's a good question you asked. Well, I'm definitely going to want to dive in deeper to what you said right there about, well, people who even didn't like the new Justice League have a different opinion with this one. But uh, I want to get to the, this question first just to get you guys involved who are in the chat. Uh, Ricardo Vendapalin says, a, a little doubt here. Why... Why they don't drop the movie right now. Like the people are begging for entertainment. And this is a misconception that's happened with the Snyder Cut for the longest time. There's yeah. people who thought the movie was finished, was ready, was so completed. Finished. And that it was just collecting dust in Zack Snyder's house. The movie was never finished, guys. That That's the whole point of this whole 20, 30 million that we're discovering now that's going to take to finish this movie. And why it's not coming out at the end of this year. And why it'll be moved to 2021. Because... They're going to have to work on the visual effects, and that takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, a team to do. And with this whole situation of the pandemic, who knows how that's going to affect its release. But, yeah, if, if this was something that they could do, trust me, they would have it ready day one of HBO Max just to have that huge launch. But they're, they're going for the second wave. They're going with the strategy. They have plenty of new content to start off that Looney Tunes show I'm pretty excited for. But uh, yeah. come 2021, when maybe all the excitement of the new shows are gone, People are going to be pumped for this. Um, diving into what you were saying, Austin, about um, here. So let's be real. Uh, the Justice League one, the one that came out, which, again, putting it in perspective for you, out of all the DC Universe movies to come out, Justice mm -hmm. League at the time of its coming out was the least grossing movie in that universe. Wonder yes. Woman, Batman vs. Superman, Man of Steel, all those movies made more money in total than Justice League did. Your big giant movie that was supposed to blow everyone away wow. made the least amount of money. And now years later, they're going to take the movie that was a basically a disappointment for them yeah. and crank in an extra 20, 30 million. Like, I cannot get over this fact, Austin. How do you feel about their least successful DC Universe movie getting this kind of love and attention? I, that's part of the reason why I never imagined it happening. It's, you know... Not many studios, I'll give Warner Brothers kudos. Not many studios yeah. would do this. Oh, yeah, I didn't think Warner Brothers would be one to do this. Uh -uh. So it, it's one of those things that 
when you put the money forward, when you put it forth, you're, you have this trust with your audience. I know they they're going to show up. They don't truly know, but I know this is going to be a success because we think that this streaming platform <laughs> is going to be the draw, first of all, but we think this is what's going to get people over here. Man, that's that's a lot of trust. So I, I yeah. think a lot of people need to give Warner Brothers just a, a round of applause because not yeah. many studios are going to do that. Seriously. Yeah, we, we had that in the chat early on when we started. As uh, Jake uh, Mason here said, respect to WB for this. Disney yes. would never never do this and and i i probably have to agree with them because uh do you think we'll ever get phil and lord miller's version of han solo oh no great that, comparison that, no that's, way that's never yeah. something we're gonna see I, i'm sure there's other wow. movies out there that they fired and hired people halfway through but this is something first time but let let's dive in deeper into that austin do you think this sets a bad precedent because i do see a lot of people on twitter saying Great. Congratulating the toxic fans. What? Great. Now we know we can bully a studio into giving us what we want. There's a lot of other cuts out there. Like some people are now starting to trend the David Ayer cut of uh, of um, Suicide Squad because they cut out so many of those Joker scenes. Uh, there's a J.J. Abrams cut apparently of something else of um, I don't know if it was the Rise of Skywalker or something like that. But yeah, what do you think about this? Do you think this will start a trend where fans can rally up and bully a studio into letting them get their movie. I mean, we saw them do it with Sonic. How is this any different? Well, good luck salvaging Suicide Squad. No, <laughs> I, <laughs> I I, truly believe, man, like the Toxic fandom, obviously they had their hand in this, right? Oh, yeah. But this is something that was so personal to Zack Snyder. I mean, there's a reason why he keeps teasing this. Oh, and yeah. I'm sure, obviously, they had a hand. Obviously, the hashtag had a hand. Obviously, the fandom as a whole had a hand. But I think Zack Snyder, he's knocking on Warner Brothers' door. He's saying, listen, guys, I got a cut of this movie. The fans want to see it. Sometimes they go a bit overboard, but we see this with everything. We see it with Star Wars. There's a reason why I barely talk about Star Wars anymore on my channel. Same. You know, sometimes <laughs> it, it gets a little hectic sometimes. So I'm just like, yep. I don't want to deal with that. Of with course. Warner Brothers and with this, you're still going to have that. But like I said, I mean, look at everyone in our comment section right now. We have some passionate people oh, yeah. looking forward to this. And Zack Snyder, man, I think maybe not 50, 60 percent, but I think a big percentage goes to him saying he's not backing down. He's saying, listen, Warner Brothers, I want to show this movie. What's it going to take? They said, we're going to have to do this, this and this. He agrees to it. And we're going to get as much of the Snyder cut as I, I think a lot of people are expecting. And if it is as good as he says it is, and this is a, a, a question I posed to you, Chris. Oh, yes. Is this a way not to revamp this current universe, but is this a way to maybe get it back on track? Maybe get Henry Cavill for sure back as Superman and to make people look at this in a new light. I really hate to again be the negative one because I'm just trying to you be know, realistic, but I think this will do nothing other than gain HBO Max new subscribers because it will do that. How could we say, let, let, for one, let's just go with the optimistic look that this cut is amazing people love it people think it's fantastic uh -huh. will we start to consider this cut the canon version and will we start to dismiss the josh whedon version and, and go well that one didn't happen this is the real one i don't think we're going to get that kind of outcome because ben affleck is no longer involved uh he he's yeah. he's just not yeah. coming back no matter how much praises sing to the sky that this movie was fantastic he's moved on with his life good for him and we have a new batman to look forward to 
Henry Cavill, I've been saying for the longest time, even though it's not confirmed and people hate when I say this, I do just feel like the man has also moved on with, with Superman. I feel like he, he's got a good career ahead of him. He's, he might be the next James Bond once Daniel Craig is over. Or if not, he's he's doing things with The Witcher he's very proud of. He would love to be back, but we also are facing it's almost 10 years since we saw Man of Steel, and we still don't have yeah. that second movie to look forward to. There could be a chance that this newfound uh, rile-up and, and, and praise gets him to do a second movie, and I would be all up for Henry Cavill returning because I really love what he does with the character, but... I just don't think we're going to see this be officially canon in the universe where like something happened in there. And then in the next, uh, I don't know, DC connected movie like James Gunn Suicide Squad. Then they say like, oh, remember when Darkseid show up? Because apparently that's someone that's supposed to show up in Zack oh. Snyder's cut. You know what I mean? So it's like it's going to be awesome to see. But I think we're going to have to see that movie as an Elseworld story of what could have been and not what actually happened in the universe. Does that make sense? No, I, and that's another good point you bring up is Cavill's – he obviously loves the role, yes, right? He but does. he was there. One thing I, I found fascinating is because I tuned in at the main end of this thing when he was being asked the questions, the Q&A, just because I saw some tweets Same. on Twitter. I'm like, oh, okay, let's see what, what's going on. Mm -hmm. Henry Cavill was there. He was answering questions, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Cavill has a passion <laughs> for this character. And they were they even asked the question, one of the Q&A people. They asked the question. They said – would you would you like to return to another another Superman? And what's he gonna say? He's not gonna say no. <laughs> but I got some I got some fire, man, from Henry oh, yeah. Cavill. And I don't know if this is something that's going to you know change the way the DC DCU change yeah. the way that that works. But um, if, if there's a chance Cavill comes back, I think that chance could be heightened after this releases, and uh, maybe we will get that sequel to man of steel that we never got in the first place. Maybe it's not I Zack Snyder, it. but maybe this rejuvenates. And I think a lot of the reason why people look down on Superman now is because of the justice league, the mustache, the, the way that that character <laughs> was handled was not good yeah. in justice league. So new That's version true. with this movie. Let's yeah. see what happens. Now, one thing that, that we haven't mentioned yet that are on the details from that Hollywood reporter article uh, that we brought up that has most of the information we need here uh, is being asked to us here by uh, Jake Mason again. Again, if you guys want to leave your thoughts on all this going on, put it in the chat and you might yes. get your question up here. He says, hey, uh, uh, film strippers, do you think it will be one long movie or a series of episodes and which would you prefer? So this goes in question to in the article. It mentions that Warner Brothers isn't sure if they're going to make this a four hour movie, which Wow, a four-hour Justice League movie, that that's kind of nice. But the <laughs> other thing is they're also willing to cut that down into six episodes. So we could see this into a miniseries. Uh, mm. I'll go first here. If you have four hours worth of a movie and you could even cut this into six episodes, I would rather it be done in two movies. But who knows how that would work or if, if that fits. I'd rather see Justice League Part 1 and 2 because – I don't think we're seeing a Justice League 2 anytime soon. No, I think no. the DCU is very focused on their solo movies and their small team-up movies like Suicide Squad and whatnot. Uh, so that would be my preferred. But if I had to do it, I, I just don't see how an episode arc could meet the same amount of pacing as what is meant to be a movie, if that makes sense. So as much as it, I, it might kill me and I'll regret it, I wouldn't mind seeing the four hour cut in one sitting. You know, I might take a break here and there, but seeing it as an episode for something that was meant to be a movie, I, I just don't know if it would work well. Austin, your take on this? I'm with you. And I think it's going to be different for everyone, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I, it's it's kind of like watching The Irishman episodically. I didn't <laughs> do that because I couldn't see myself doing that. that. 
Uh, and it's the same case with the Justice League. When something is meant to be a movie, I like to watch it as a movie. And I'm not look, I'm not going to look down on anyone that doesn't watch it that way. I mean, you can break it up into episodes yourself. But I like your idea. I like the idea of maybe splitting it into two movies uh, because you have that part one, you have that part two. But uh, episodically, man, six episodes, I just I don't think it would work for the structure of what Justice League was going for. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I get you. So then we're just going to go with the four-hour cut. That's what we would like to see, Austin? I, I think so. I think a four-hour cut. Now, <laughs> maybe a little long. I ain't going to oh, lie yeah. to you. It does seem like a while. But to fit in everything that people were missing out on in the original cut, uh, I, I like the extended edition of BVS more than the original. So if yeah. it trends in that direction, I'm up, I'm up for this. I, I agree. Now, let's talk about something that might be controversial that people don't want to think about, but it could be a real possibility here. Uh, Spidey asks, uh, I was wondering about that, Chris. What if this cut will suck as much as the one we got? <laughs> now, did you... Because this isn't the first time we've gotten a sort of Zack Snyder cut of a movie. I Have you mm. watched the Batman vs. Superman? Uh, I forget what their extended cut was called. I think it yes. had a different name. Do you remember the name for it, Austin? Uh, the Ultimate Edition? Okay, Ultimate Edition. There we go. And that's actually the one my father prefers. And my father's like a huge Batman fan, loves it. And so that's the, the version he always rewatches over and over. And I remember watching it, and it was only slightly better than mm-hmm. uh, my what I remember Batman vs Superman but it's, hey better is better you know so that's that's good that's the cut I'll prefer to watch how much better do you think this version will be from Josh Sweden's because it's not just uh, Zack Snyder made both films no this is a situation where two different directors made yeah. a movie that supposedly have different scripts different characters different endings different motivations how do you think this will go down and I think that's the problem is it was meshed into one movie i don't think joss whedon is to blame for what happened to this. yeah no i feel bad for joss whedon in all of this (laughs) because he was there to clean up a mess that was not was no way to clean it up go ahead came in in a bad situation no you're fine he came in in a bad situation what happened with you know snyder's family and he had to i don't want to say you know clean it up but he had to put his own vision in with what snyder's vision was and that's what messed this up and the fact that, you know, Cavill couldn't shave the mustache and they had to do some enhancements here and there and they had to switch up the ending. And you got that tampering by Warner Brothers. They're sitting there going, okay, make this towards Snyder, make this towards Whedon. And then you just have this, this creature sitting there. Like, what is this movie? So I don't blame Whedon as much. I, I think even if this is a little bit better, I think it will be a lot better, truly. Even sure. if this is a little bit better, fans will be happy. We go in with these expectations sometimes, and we talked Star Wars before. That's a big issue there. But sometimes movies do things that are different, that maybe don't treat the characters in the right way. And they, yeah. But Snyder has developed this world in his own way. I think we can kind of expect where these characters are going to go. And as long as it doesn't botch anything major, and it makes the film more cohesive, which is my biggest issue with the movie. It just did not feel cohesive for me. That's when I think fans are going to be okay. So even if it's a little better, I think that's better. But I think it will be a, a pretty significant improvement on what we got. Oh, yeah. Like I have someone here. <laughs> uh, Trumpet Scott says, come on, Chris, this is a different movie. Yeah, it may not be great, but what movie is ever guaranteed <laughs> to be great? That, that's true. And I'm, I'm not being true. downer. If anything, I'm willing to put all my money that this one will be 
better than the Josh Whedon version? Because I don't know about you, when watching the Josh Whedon one, it was just very campy. And I don't want to say Marvel-like or Marvel-esque, but it was just more lighthearted. The tone felt different. Even the actors didn't feel themselves, if if that makes sense. They didn't seem completely in it. Like, if you watch Batman vs. Superman and how Ben Affleck portrayed Bruce Wayne in that movie, compared to how he played him in Justice League, where he was kind of, I don't know, more jokey, more lighthearted, if that makes sense. I, I wasn't digging it. So this version will definitely be, be better, in my opinion. Let me see if I can find um, other questions here that you guys have. Uh, anything else you want to add on, Austin, before we go into some more well, of these questions of people? Go ahead. Affleck's version of Batman in BVS, I genuinely enjoyed that. I liked how dark it was. I liked I how too. brooding he was. And he had a mentality that, sure, we can nitpick. Oh, he was, you know, he had the guns. He was killing people, all this and that. But I liked his aggression in that movie, and I liked the arc he had by the end. So you would expect him to be a different character, but he's a completely different character in Justice yeah, League. And I'm like, is. I don't like this as much. This isn't working. And that's why it feels like it's under the banner of a different director. So if Snyder comes back in, he kind of pushes Batman in the direction he was being pushed at the end of BVS, but not drastically like we saw in the original cut. I have a feeling Ben Affleck's Batman. I mean, there may be some redemption here for Affleck. I don't ever see him coming back, but maybe the fan response will be like, okay, Ben Affleck really genuinely surprised me in this movie. So this could help both Affleck's legacy and Henry Cavill's legacy slash maybe he comes back eventually. So we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see. We have Q reviews here in the chat. Thanks for joining in, buddy. Hey. He, he says, Zack Snyder did direct BVS, and look how that turned out. Maybe this won't save the DCU. And honestly, uh, this movie is, isn't is meant to save the DCU. Like like we're, mm-hmm. we're saying here, the only reason this is happening is for the HBO Max subscribers to go up and people to start buzzing about it. Just think of how passionate uh, Snyder fans are and how much they push to get Subway to to hashtag release the Snyder Cut or start all these movements, you know, like so wild. Having those powerful fans loyal now yeah. start to promote your streaming service. You did the smartest thing, Warner Brothers here, you know, like the, it's just a smart move to be done. So again, what we're saying, uh, Austin, this isn't going to change the DCU at all. The, or what do you think will happen if this movie comes out and let's just say it is great. It is it is like on par with everyone who liked like Wonder Woman per se. What do you think the best case scenario of this movie being fantastic will do to the, the universe or the movies? Best case scenario is it tells Warner Brothers that, and, and we've heard they're going in a Superman-centric direction, we should get Cavill back as Superman. Um, and yeah. it also tells Warner Brothers that what worked about this movie is something they should use going forward with their other films, but here's the thing, their other films are already moving in such a direction, I don't think this changes anything. I don't see Ben Affleck coming back. I don't see certain other members of this movie coming back. I don't see their plans drastically changing. All I feel this does is gives them confidence to maybe stick to what the directors want to do. Right? We yeah. saw that with Patty Jenkins, and we got a, in my opinion, a really great Wonder Woman movie. And sure, Snyder's BBS didn't work all the way, but the ultimate edition... Right, what the studio went in and cut out, Superman storyline, all of this, it was better. So Snyder's vision in that vein was an improvement over the other one. So I think this just tells them stick to the director's vision. If you don't like the director's vision, don't hire the director. It's very (laughs) simple. Don't act shocked when they do their own thing, right? 
get what is good for your movie and your franchise. Um, and I also see it, like you said, bringing in people for HBO Max. I think those are the best possible options. Yeah. How about this? Uh, uh, other than what you were saying for best case scenario, do you think people clamoring of how this was this uh, new version is good? People like it. They get a decent amount of subscribers out of it. It turns out to be a success for them. Does this make Warner Brothers want to tackle Zack Snyder for like, look, you're on good terms with us now. What do you want to do next in the DC universe? Or does mm -hmm. Zack Snyder take this to move away from the universe and create his own projects? What do you think? He'll If this turns out good, do you think Zack Snyder will do more movies in the DCU? Or he'll just go, yay, end it on good terms. Let me go make some original movies. I think he's done. I think this is a swan song. Uh, I, I don't see Snyder coming back just because yeah. of the, the constant back and forth. I think he's going to be really appreciative of the fans. I think he's going to, okay, guys, I gave you my final movie in the universe, and uh, he will hopefully, if this is good, go out on good terms. I, I just I don't see him coming back. Yeah, same here. Now, some of the things I want to get into here, because since I honestly never thought this would be a real thing, just because I knew this, the Snyder Cut probably existed just because – Zack Snyder was filming the movie for a long time. You don't just film yeah. something and then throw away that footage. You always save whatever you had for some reason. I just always thought maybe we'd get a documentary about it and maybe an animated movie on what his cut mm -hmm. was. Uh, so because of that reason, I never thought to waste time to looking into it. So what I'm going to do here, Austin, is I'm going to go to the wiki page uh, for the Snyder cut yeah, and just read through what is supposedly in it now. In there, it says it's the confirmed changes. So this is everything that Zack Snyder has has told fans when they ask him on Twitter, did you have this in your movie? And he said, oh, yeah, I was planning to do this, and this is what was going to go down. So just reading through Austin, I don't know. Are you familiar with some of the changes? A few of them, but I, I, I never looked into all of the changes that were coming um, if we were to get something like this. Okay, so uh, let's just start off here and see if you guys agree with this, like this, see what's going on with it. And if this is boring, don't worry, we'll change it to something else. <laughs> All right, so one of the first things, they have it categorized by changes in characters. So we'll, we'll go with Steppenwolf here. Uh, the Invasion of Earth was much longer, including more scenes from the King of Men which is, uh, I guess, all those old gods. I guess that's that one scene where we see them all invading and fighting, where we got to see a Green yeah. Lantern for the first time fighting. Uh, Darkseid reportedly led the invasion and faced off against Ares instead of Steppenwolf. Now, Ares is the bad guy who was in Wonder Woman, so that would have been a nice little uh, connection there to, to bring the universe together. I wonder if they would have gotten that same actor uh, back or if it would have just been him and his... Uh, his, you know, his form where he put on a mask and whatnot. Uh, yeah. This was recently confirmed uh, with Zack Snyder. Yeah, see, he confirms all this stuff. Uh, in the final battle, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that, Uaxis and Darkseid, was to make a cameo in the movie during uh, two visions Cyborg had and played an important role in Steppenwolf's motivation through the film. Okay, so that so a cameo. I always heard that it was a full-on role, that Dark uh, Darkseid shows up and fights the team. Did you hear any different, Austin? No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. That's exactly what I had always heard. Okay, uh, let's see here. Steppenwolf dem uh, demise was changed in the original cut. Wonder Woman would have killed Steppenwolf by cutting off his head with a sword of Athena. Oh. Now, do you remember who killed Steppenwolf in the uh, original? I thought it was Superman. I, I think I it's Superman, remember. right? Now, yeah. I actually do remember uh, Zack Snyder talking about this on his Twitter, and his reasoning for this is because he said, he thinks only gods should kill gods. Mm. Now, okay. even though he treats Superman like a god with all that imagery of Christ and whatnot, 
in our uh, mythology, uh, basically Wonder Woman is a god, right? She's an Amazonian. Yeah. So that, that would have been an interesting play, and, and Zack Snyder's all about that. So we'll see if that goes down. Uh, Steppenwood's head would roll off uh, through a boom tomb to Darkseid's feet, oh. and United Justice League would see Darkseid through. That would be that would have been awesome. Just just seeing that, his head roll into Darkseid and then just pan up to him angry, that'd be really dope. Um Let's see. Now let's see some changes to Cyborg because apparently he had a much bigger role in the movie. Uh, before the release of Zack Snyder's film uh, stated uh, Cyborg would be the heart of the film. Okay. The origin story, which we were meant to get. There was so many shots in the trailer. I don't know if you remember yeah. that were focusing on Cyborg. Him and his When he was just human before he went full robot or Cyborg, I guess, where he had his letterman on here. He was playing a football. Would you have wanted to have seen that stuff done in the Justice League movie, Austin? Yes, I, I missed out on that so much. And maybe it's just because I'm used to it from seeing it all play out in the animation, the animated versions. But, dude, that was one of my favorite parts of the trailer. It's like, oh, we're going to get to see Victor's origins. And we didn't get any of that. So that's something I really missed out on. Yeah, a sequence in which Victor Stone played and won football game in, in Gotham University. Yeah, uh, a scene where uh, Victor's speaking with his mother in a car and father in absent live. Now, when you start reading all this, you think to wonder, how is this all going to fit in the movie? And you have to remind my, remind yourself that they're talking about a four-hour cut with all these details that we're getting that are possibly in this movie, Austin. Do you think pacing will be an issue in the Snyder Cut? don't know how it's not an issue. I mean, this yeah. is a lot they're going to have to fit in. It has to be structurally brilliant for it to not be an issue. But um, all of these things that you've mentioned so far, I mean, I'm intrigued, man. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, for the sake of time and not to bore you guys, I won't be reading every single thing. So I am looking at the best details to go through. But if you are curious to hold this whole thing, it's on. You can just search Snyder Cut with fandom and it'll have the full wiki of yes. everything going on here. Uh, during the final battle, Cyborg has a vision that reveals uh, what happens and the unity is completed. The vision shows uh, Nightmare and Dark Side make an appearance. So Zack Snyder was always about these visions and, and foretelling the future. And Batman vs Superman, he had the those visions where the Flash yeah. shows up and he's like, Lois is the key. And then we also see like I guess a nightmare world where we have uh, Batman in in that sand suit and whatnot, and yes. Superman being evil. W what do you think about these things that are foreshadowing to a future we know is not going to get completed? Does that make sense? Because What's going to be the point of seeing that if we know we're not going to see a conclusion to that? Yeah, I think of the MCU and I think of all of these little Easter eggs that were set up in earlier movies that maybe we looked at at the time. We're just like, what does that mean? But then four <laughs> films later, it would come back, right? Well, I think that's what Snyder was doing in BVS. And then it's just not hit on in Justice League, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the difference. He has his vision, but you know what that means? That means Snyder has to be a part of all of it. Right. So exactly. it's difficult when you plant these seeds and you don't see those play out. But I was intrigued at the time. But when you look at the movie as a whole, BVS, that scene kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. And it's mostly because we we're never going to see it play out. And that stinks. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, jumping into the Batman, which I can't believe in a Justice League movie, Cyborg has this many changes. And then wow. Batman just has like about two bulletin <laughs> points. But here we go. Uh, Bruce Wayne's entire search for uh, Arthur Curry was cut down. Only the very final scene when he finds him in an isolated uh, Icelandic village made it into the movie. That's interesting. So they really wanted, I guess, to show Bruce Wayne's journey or I guess detective mode into, into hunting down Arthur mm -hmm. Curry. I, I do remember watching the justice league and just thinking, so we're just supposed to buy that Bruce Wayne knew all these people existed and he's just showing up at the time he does. How, how do you feel about, 
I guess, us spending time knowing how Bruce Wayne found uh, Aquaman as part of the Snyder Cut. Yeah, I, that doesn't bother me. I mean, that is something that I was genuinely happy with in the movie, but that doesn't bother me at all. I'm seeing these very limited changes for Batman, and you know, now I'm thinking maybe Batman wasn't going to be all that different in the film. <laughs> Obviously, Snyder's feel is different so maybe yeah. it would have been delivered differently but these not a lot of changes for his character yeah. we have here bruce's investigation of the parademons is cut down from the film the scene with batman and the muggers at the beginning is in addition by josh whedon uh mm. including the revelation that parademons can smell fear and are attracted to a siren Okay. okay. I, I do remember that being a cool part in the Justice League movie, just seeing Batman do stuff in Gotham, like hunting down a parademon. It's just nice to see yeah. him in his environment. Uh, so it'll be nice to know when he investigates more. It looks like Zack Snyder really did want to show a detective side of Batman that got cut down. So that's kind of cool. I remember, and maybe you can fill me in on this, Austin. I remember hearing that Zack's plans for Batman in the future was to kill him off. Do you remember hearing this or do you remember uh, yes, seeing this? On I Twitter? heard that way back when. Yeah, I don't remember if that was supposed to be something in the Snyder Cut or that was something that was supposed to, I guess, be filled into the future where Batman would mm -hmm. eventually die. So wow. uh, that's interesting. Now, something here that will be relevant um, to where the DCU is headed now with The Flash, we have uh, Kyrese Clemens, who plays Iris West, was cut from the film. Now, Iris West is usually the girlfriend or love interest for Barry Allen in the movie. That's Ezra Miller's character, The Flash. Yes. Now, she was cut from the film. I remember seeing behind-the-scenes photos and stuff of her in it. But the reason I say this is relevant now is because they're not even going to bring her for the solo movie. They're going to recast her entirely uh, as they recently revealed to us. So it's going to be funny to see her scenes be in the movie. And then when we get the solo Flash movie, it's played by a completely different actress. What do you think about that, Austin? Well, this is one of those things I look at and I say, is Warner Brothers going to let that happen? Are they going to confuse fans? Oh. I mean, it's already... That's it's true. confusing enough that it's like, oh, Batman's not Batman anymore and That's the true. same Flash, but different. So I don't know if we will see some of these elements that aren't the case going forward. But then again, the whole movie is kind of not the case going forward. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I would have agreed with you on maybe they won't show this to confuse audience members. But the fact that they say this could be a four hour movie or a six part yeah. minute series, yeah. I'm like, they got to fill that time. They got to fill yeah, that. And something. And is this really the Snyder Cut if the Warner Brothers is behind his back saying, oh, no, 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 no. You know, if, if that gets out, then we just have this whole situation all over again. You know, or at yeah, least the real Snyder Cut. Um, let me see here. Uh, during the battle, uh, Heroes Park, I guess that's when they bring Superman back to life. Uh, the skirmish under Gotham Harbor and the Battle of Barry played a bigger role. Okay. Uh, scenes involving okay. uh, Barry battle more parademons. Okay. That would have been cool. Uh, there were moments of the Flash activity trying to kick Superman in the Battle of Heroes Park. This was cut. I do feel like the Flash did not get enough to do in the Justice League no. movie. He was played almost like a coward. No offense to his character, but I mean, he had that line that I don't think at all was Zack Snyder. In fact, I think a fan asked him saying, did you write this? And he said no, where it was, yeah. I, I just push people and run. That was all Josh Sweden. That wasn't Zack's doing. Mm. So in a weird way, a lot of these characters, we never got to see Zach's interpretation of them. So these guys might feel very different when we yeah. see them. How, how do you feel about, I guess, maybe a tougher Flash or a more action-packed Flash in the Snyder Cut? Well, that's what I was hoping with Barry Allen in the first place. And I really liked Ezra Miller. I just, my 
perception of Barry Allen is not the jokey kind that I get with this version. I see Ezra as more of a Wally West, not looks wise. Cause I mean, Wally West, you have to have the hair, but his personality is much more so a Wally West in my opinion. So I hope his individual movie makes him a little bit more gritty, a little bit more tough, um, still jokey enough, but I think more of what they're doing. I haven't watched it in a while. Uh, the flash yeah. on television and that version of Barry is more so how I see Barry Allen. So yeah, it was, it was a bit of a different uh, interpretation. Yeah, the last part here for The Flash. It says, Barry's appearance in Batman vs. Superman during Bruce's vision, where he tells him Lois is the key, involves uh, the cosmic treadmill uh, yeah. being used by Barry to travel back in time and warn Bruce. So that would be interesting that that would yeah, be in cool. the Snyder Cut because that would mean at this point we would have, I, I guess, the evil Superman or... Because uh, we're supposed to get some black suit Superman, which I, I can't wait to see. And I hope that comes to fruition. But, um, you know, to see them build a treadmill, that would be the back in time. Did they do that at all in, in Justice League? I don't know why I think it was done or, or something like that. I think I'm confusing it with an animated movie that they did that. Because that is something they've done where they build a treadmill that Barry yeah. Allen can turn into a time machine, which I think is just fascinating. Uh, moving on to some of the Lois Lane stuff. Uh, Lois uh, visits the hero park uh, was shortened to a montage of the world without hope. Uh, the full sequence involved a former Jimmy Olsen actor, Mark McClure, portrayed a cop who Lois brought coffee routinely on her way to the memorial. So I guess she was supposed to be there, even though she was there, I think, in Josh Whedon's version, but just very briefly. Uh, the scenes between Lois and Martha Kent were changed. At least one scene involving Lois Lane and Martha Kent talking about their grief of Clark's uh, death was cut. Uh, the scene where Lois awakens in her apartment alone before Alfred attempts to call her in a cut down and was cut down and repurposed for the opening montage. Now, a couple of things I've heard about Lois's lane involvement in the Snyder cut that I, I didn't see here is at one point she has a conversation with Martian, Martian Manhunter, who is mm -hmm. revealed to be uh, the general for Man of Steel 2. What do you think about that, Austin? I think that's brilliant casting, first of all. And and yeah. Snyder tends to plant seeds like this all throughout his movies. So what a revelation that would have been uh, that unfortunately we will, well, never see. But who knows? Maybe we yeah, see that now. Awesome. So maybe we get that. Oh, my uh, goodness. For Superman, uh, the events surrounding a rebirth were changed. Okay, so the way he comes back to life. Uh, while the Justice League was formulating how to survive or uh, revive Superman without him transforming into another doomsday, it was revealed that growth codex inside of superman's cells would prevent the cells from destabilizing and keeping him a kryptonian now i think this goes back to that thing in man of steel where yeah. i guess like it was his dna it was the the weird stuff of man of steel that i thought yeah. was too complex that wasn't needed of course it being by Zack snyder it would come back to play into the movie so who knows if people even remember that as like oh yeah dna of all the kryptonians live inside superman and that's yeah. how they would use it um, uh, the battle at Heroes Park took place at night and involves the military who were firing at Superman due to confusion after his arrival. I think it, it being at night would have been cooler than in the bright daylight where everyone just looked kind of goofy in costumes. There's something about superheroes in daylight in full colorful costumes where they just look off, especially when you have a bright red flash next to a dark Batman. You know what I mean? That That's, Yeah. Uh, Superman was not going to say a single line in his entire sequence. I mean, yeah, that would have been more menacing. Like, cool. uh, let's see here. Some Aquaman stuff. Uh, 
See, at the end of the film, Mara and Nudis meet up with Aquaman to request him to journey with Atlantis. Oh, now, cool. does that mean Mara is Mara does show up in the Justice League, does she not? Oh, she does. So how are they going to handle that with all the controversy going on with her character, Amber Heard, who, if you haven't heard, we won't get too much into it. Basically, there's some domestic disputes where she was basically abusing her husband, Johnny Depp, and there's video evidence out of it online. Don't have to talk about it. But it makes her look like a really bad person to see her yeah. be put into Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League cut. What do you think about that, Austin? I mean, I think they got to do it. They don't really have a way around that at this point. Uh, I don't see her coming back to the universe, though. I really don't. It's going to yeah. be tough to replace her. Uh, but if we get more of her in this Snyder Cut, I don't see how they don't. It's kind of like what you mentioned earlier. It's four hours. They got to put everything they, in that they can. Yeah. Uh, one thing that won't be in the Snyder Cut that was in the Whedon version, uh, there was no inclusion of the Russian family originally. So I don't know if you remember this, but the Russian family that uh, I think Barry Allen saves – in that final battle where we get oh, cut. Yeah. yeah, I know they were so for a bit forgettable, but they were given some stream time. You remember this where they were just stuck at home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, too quirky for me. Yeah. Too quirky. All these details sound, sound interesting and fascinating. Other stuff I've heard is, you know, like a green lantern involvement, uh, dark side battles. Is, is there anything in this Snyder cut you've heard about that you're hoping to see? Well, my biggest thing is, is dark side. I just and it's Definitely. it's gonna stink because it's almost like here's your little tease and you're never gonna be able to see it. I really want to see what Dark Side right. was going to look like, and that's the one element I'm going to look at. Like even if it falls flat and I don't love the movie, this and that, I'm gonna say, ah, oh, we were finally going to get what Thanos kind of ended up being for the MCU. But we have to remember, Dark Side was the OG in OG. the comics, and anytime he pops up in the animated movies, I stop what I'm doing. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I love it when he shows up, dude. Yeah. He is he is one of my favorite villains of all time. So the moment we see Dark, Sni Dark Side in this Snyder Cut, oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. But uh, th that's really all, all the details we got right now for the Snyder Cut. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see it. They didn't give us an exact date in 2021, but I have to think maybe March or early in the year. One thing someone pointed out on Twitter that like I did come to realize, like, oh, crap, we're going to see two different versions of Batman next year. Yeah. Ben Affleck and Robert Pattinson, all with new scenes, new dialogue. Mm. It's it, it. That's just so fascinating to me. We're gonna have two years of, of, of just that. What do you think about that? Seeing two different Batman's that are brand new in the same year, live action. Well, in a way, it's almost uh, a DC filling the gap of because we have to think. We have Wonder Woman, but then there's this giant nothing until the Batman comes out. So sure. maybe they take that old date of what the Batman was. Cause remember oh, it was supposed to come out earlier in the yeah. year. Maybe this is their way to kind of fill that void. But then again, you have two Batmans, right? We get, go back to Ben Affleck yeah. and now we have Robert Pattinson. So it's going to be different. It's going to be strange, but um, I'm honestly okay with, it. I look at it like an else world situation, kind of like you're reading multiple comic books. So I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I am too. But uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us here as we talked about the Snyder Cut. Really happy that most of you guys were pleasant, nice, and sweet in the chat. That's what I love to see. For those of you who were good about this whole Snyder Cut, congratulations. I'm happy for you. I can't wait to see it. Um, you guys can find me at youtube.com slash 3C Films or at 3C Film Review, where we'll always keep you up to date with some news. Austin, where can the good people find you? 
Austin Burke on YouTube. Thanks to everyone who came over from my video that I just put out. And uh, find us on iTunes as well. If you guys prefer the audio feed instead of the video, uh, we have that and Spotify if you want to go uh, find film strippers on there. But yeah, until then, guys, we will catch you on the next one.